Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com A tradition, a 
the masters. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, if you could put that jingle in there. Really let them feel it. That, sure, oh, that master's jingle. Sure. Anything for you. I've heard it for years. I've heard that jingle for years. I've watched the masters for years. Probably since I was maybe eight. Mm-hmm. Probably eight years old. Grandfather was a big golfer. Played all around the world. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Uncle, big golfer. Uh, my parents, my, my dad loves, loves golf, probably had the masters on in my house every single year since I was eight years old, probably earlier. I just don't remember it until I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. Finally got to go. Wow. Finally got to go to the masters. And I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, most of my life. Uh, we moved there when I was three or four years old, uh, went all the way from K through 12 uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. Never had been to the Masters. And everybody assumes that because you live in Georgia and you're from Georgia. Yeah, just pop on over, right? Pop on over to the Masters. Just pop on over. Just grab a tick. Yeah. Pop on over to the Masters. Impossible. They're mm. impossible to get. First of all, these tickets are in people's wills. Uh, they're in their family trees forever. Yeah. Never and, and ever. Yeah. It is impossible to get tickets to the Masters. These badges are worth, well, I found out what they were worth. <laughs> I did find Not out. Not the hard way, right? What they were worth. Not the hard way, but okay. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll break it down for the audience and, uh, and then we'll go from there. It's my, it was my father's 65th birthday and he had never been to the Masters. Again, golfer, big golf fan, watched the Masters forever, and we lived in Georgia. And I remember he had tickets one time. He had badges one time. Mm-hmm. But he, he had started his own company, much like myself. And it's hard. And you're trying to win clients and do all that other shit. So the one time he got tickets to the Masters, he had to give them to a client to secure this deal. Because mm-hmm. you give somebody tickets to the Masters, let's face it. It's a done deal. Done deal. It's a done, done. fucking deal. And it was. It was a done deal. He got the, the gig and that was it. And he thought it was like, all right, cool. Next year, I'll, I'll just be able to go next year. Sure, easy peasy. Yeah. But the, that person and their family uh, had moved, didn't, didn't have tickets anymore, couldn't go to the Masters. And that was, shit, 20 years ago, maybe? Wow. Yeah. So for his 65th birthday, which is a, which is a big birthday, a big milestone, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're, you're going to Medicaid and- uh, Social Security age. All and- of it. Yeah. You're, you're headed towards that point in your life. You want to relax, enjoy some shit, and you're also looking at bucket list stuff that, you know, hey, man, you don't know when you're going to go in at, at any points, and uh, if you wait too long, you might never get to do this shit. Yeah. So I decided, all right, great, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go all in and try to get uh, badges for the Masters this year. Found out the, the real hard way how fucking hard it is. We have friends of ours, mm-hmm. um, their family has Masters badges. They were used or taken or whatever it was. And I was like, shit. Um, I had to hit up somebody else through another service of a service. Boom. Got these master's tickets. And, uh, and it was amazing. When I got there, however, I had to sign a legal document that said if I lose these badges, it was a $50,000 fine for each badge. Ooh. So that's the price tag they actually do put on these. Um, I don't know why. I didn't really get the background of it. If, if these are the badges that you use every year or 
if it's issued through the club and if you lose them, like, I'm not really sure how that works. Oh, see, like, it would make sense for it to be that much if it's used all the time. Right. Because otherwise you're like, oh, lost it. I need a new one. Boom. Someone else has it. You know what I mean? But if it's just for that event, it's like, okay, you just lost it for the the weekend. Right. And, and I'm I'm not sure of the circumstance behind it or mm-hmm. why. We weren't allowed to post pictures of the badges on social media, which I did anyways. Um, sure, because people are going to try and copy them? Or I, I don't know. It's such a weird... It, yeah, it, it was a... They just want to add to the mystique. It was, it was, a, it was a whole thing. Um, but uh, I saved up... I used this uh, company to get the tickets. I'm going to say who it was because they did a fucking bang up job. Um, so whoever you got it from, do they, is it like a family that's like letting you use? Them? So yes, it okay. is. And it was a family out of like Michigan. Okay. So mm-hmm. I paid some other dude to get um, uh, VIP sports marketing. Okay. Um, I, pay, I paid them. The guy's name was Phil. Uh, what the fuck was his, his last name? Phil Weisberg. Um, he was great. First class treatment all the way around. Uh, the guy, the the original family who had owned them was from Michigan. I, I'm assuming they trust other people with, and, and companies with these these tickets they to sell. They must get some kind of insurance. I, I, would, I would imagine right? so. Yeah, Correct. because my gosh. So I, I talked to the, the the people in Michigan, the guy who was selling them, and um, and he said it was his, it was from his family, and that I'd be talking to this other guy, and blah blah blah, and it was, it was this whole fucking thing, and I was like, oh Jesus, yeah, yeah. and he goes, but the guy told me from Michigan, he's like, have you have you ever gone before? And I was like, no, and he goes, oh man, he goes, you're this is going to be the most incredible time of your life, I I can promise you that, <laughs> and I was like cool you don't need to give me the hard sell like i'm already doing it you yeah know? you're like <laughs> money's already transferred but thanks bud i'm already yeah. going to the masters i've already paid you like we're good but there is that, that that also made me think there's no reason to keep overselling this like if it really wasn't incredible um my buddy who i tried to get the passes from it he was like oh dude you gotta call me when you get back like as soon as you get back call me T- t- tell me how it was because it was it was the most magical experience ever and i was like all right fuck man um okay cool so we get there take my dad to the masters i, I meet him there because there's no real good airport to fly into uh from where we're at we're in wilmington mm-hmm. my dad's in atlanta for him it was like a two and a half hour drive no big deal for me it was like four and i can't fly into atlanta it's flying into atlanta it was like great when am i gonna fly into atlanta and then drive another two and a half hour like this is stupid so i just drove down Drove down, and I hadn't been through Augusta in a very long time, uh, maybe since I was a little kid, and I, don't, I really don't remember it, to be honest with you. Augusta itself, when you're driving through it, is not that impressive of a town. Okay. Not, uh, not what you would expect the Masters to be played. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I've been to places where, like, I, I had to go to a funeral in Jupiter, Florida last year, and I thought Jupiter was very pretty and and you know there was a bunch of golf courses whatever i could see like the masters being played there you know mm-hmm. this town definitely not the masters right um so you know i i we got in the car together and we drove past a hooters and they were like yeah so you're gonna take a right right past that hooters and then drive up into this like residential like a small residential neighborhood and then you'll just see it and they'll drop you off from there and then you'll follow signs to walk up I was like, all right, cool. But I felt like I was in kind of like, uh, 
the outskirts of downtown Atlanta, like going to a game or something, you know, like a yeah, Falcons nothing game. impressive, nothing impressive, very strip mall, yeah, yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of Carabas, sure, and whatnots, some Jersey Mikes, right, sprinkled in, yeah, all the staples, Chipotle, yep, Jersey Mike, Chipotle was right there, and so we get in, and I'm still like, you know, all right, I'm I'm waiting for this Masters experience to kick in. We walk through probably. I would say it was close to three quarters of a mile, maybe a mile of like these weird, like gravel parking lots to get up to, to what you, you can see kind of like a whitish building in the distance. Um, and you're like, Oh, all right, cool. But you still, again, no, no magic yet. No, nothing. Mm-hmm. You, you get up there and you finally see what it is. These white gates were set up like Disneyland. Right. Like th- when you walk into Disneyland, that is the best way I can describe it as an adult Disneyland. When you get up there and you can see just beyond the gates, you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be fucking awesome. Or like Field of Dreams or something. Yeah. And you're like, this is going to be fucking awesome. To me specifically, it was like Disneyland where you all had to go through these big white gates and mm-hmm. secu- security and the whole thing. Everyone's you know? looking around like, ooh, ah. Wow. Yeah, you could tell the people who had been there before and the others who, who hadn't, like us. Sure. Because you're kind of looking around, you're like, oh, man. So you go through, and the, the, the badge is sophisticated. Like, it's got this you know chip or something on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have to scan that and then go through. And then uh, there was a decent amount of security as far as, like, uh, metal detectors, things like that. More importantly, you couldn't bring any phones. Right. Or bags. Any, you couldn't bring a bag over like 10 inches. Um, so if you're a woman, uh, hey, a very small purse, nothing, no chairs, no nothing. And mm-hmm. you had to leave your phones. You could not walk in with a phone or a smartwatch. Huh. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, they gave you a, a list before you went in of things that you couldn't scream out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you about this? No. So... Yeah, and they were like, "Look, if you if you do this, um, you're gonna get thrown off the course, and that's that's it." And I was like, "Jesus, okay." Um, and it was like uh, you couldn't say "Rest in peace, Harambe." No. Yes. Um, I mean, you. <laughs> wow, they did their homework. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, you couldn't say like mashed potatoes, Baba Booey. Um, I mean, there was there was a bunch of phrases on this. Uh, on this thing, but uh, yeah, man. It, but anything else is fine, or no? Uh, it, it, pol- polite screaming and, and clapping is is about it, you know. Um, if there was a good shot, um, but you couldn't scream out to oh, dilly dilly was one of them. Oh boy, you couldn't scream that out, and and they were totally. They have snipers, I think, for that one. They were totally fucking serious, um, because I we saw some people scream shit out, and they got warned. They were like, one more, and you're gone. Like, um, what were they screaming out? Some people got hammered uh, right. and were screaming things at Phil Mickelson. Okay. Um, uh, and, and Patrick Reed, the guy who ended up winning. Mm-hmm. And which happens. Uh, you're going to get you're going to get rocked there, by the way. Yeah. Uh, beers are two dollars to anywhere amazing. from two to four dollars. And I'm talking a generous beer. Mm-hmm. We were just like, holy shit. They had these uh, egg salad sandwiches that were a dollar fifty. And everybody was like, why is everything so cheap? I don't know. I, it was amazing. They barbecue sandwiches, dollar. All the sandwiches were dollar fifty. Chips what? were a dollar. Beers were between two and four bucks. Now you've got my attention. Yeah, 
Um, you go in. Cheap sandwiches. You buy these master's chairs, and it, it, there's a slot in the back for a business card. So you can go and set set these little chairs up anywhere all over the course. Once you set it down and put your business card in there, it's like an honor system of like, hey, man, no one will move your chair. No one will sit in it. Okay. And I like even that was hard to believe. I was like, come on. Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. Sure enough, we parked up at 13. I wanted to see like Amen Corner. You know, I'd seen it on, on TV for a long time. So we parked up at 13, put our chairs there and walked back. And, uh, you know, right in the front row, as close as we could get. Sure enough, we came back maybe two hours later to 13. Once like the good groups were coming around, boom, sat right in our chairs. Nobody fucked with them. It was, I mean, it was amazing. It seems like no fairsies, but yeah. It's great. So great. Well, they, they look, you, they, they tell you, you can get there as early as 6 a.m., and put your chairs up if you want, you know, 18th green or wherever you want to do it. So everybody has the same opportunity as you do. Right. So therefore, it's like, all right, great. You had the same opportunity. And they don't gouge you on the chairs either. The chairs were like 30 bucks. And they're super fucking nice. Right. Where you're just like, oh, man, I'm, I'm taking this home. Mm-hmm. This is great. Um, so uh, you have all of that, you know, madness and excitement. Along with you, you, you step in and, and you feel like you were stepping into heaven. That's what my buddy Joe Meyer said. Uh, he's like, it felt like when I walked in, I felt like I was <laughs> stepping into heaven. And it's true. I, don't, I, I can't say that about many places on this earth. That is one of them. Maybe, maybe Wrigley Field. But the Masters right. is so beautiful that, I, 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 yes, that, that's what heaven should be like. Uh, right. the, the grass is perfect. The trees, the flowers, everything is perfect there where you're just like, I. Cheap I, sandwiches. I, like, that's what happened. Cheap, great sandwiches. Right. Like the sandwiches were fucking right. great. Right. Um, no, re- no bathroom lines. They, there was people inside the bathrooms uh, shuttling people through. You, stall 12. You, you're in a one. You. I mean. Right. Everything was so first class that it was just like, oh, my God. Everybody was polite. Across the board, hello, sir. Hello, mm-hmm. ma'am. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't a lot of women there. No. Uh, there were like maybe t- I saw maybe ten throughout the day. There was some older couples, you know. Yeah. Uh, you could tell have been married for for a while, and and they were there. But uh, a lot of dudes. Uh, it's a, it's a good time to bro out. A lot of fathers and sons, mm-hmm. and a lot of you could tell like friends for years who had been friends for years. Right. And you they they, they the ropes around where the tea boxes are super close when tiger woods teed off i was probably five six feet from him dang it was wild and i was just like shit this is this is crazy i feel like i'm too close right and then when people start playing bad they stop getting followed so like you know then i it's just you standing there it following was him. me standing next to phil mickelson like 10 feet away and i was just like you Yo, almost what's feel up, like bud? obligated to say something yeah 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 like, uh, cool. Like, I'm here. I'm here for you, bud. Yeah. It's me, me and you. And then you got to see the other side of it, wh- where you have a legend like Freddie Couples, who is in the Golf Hall of Fame, and uh, that dude, that guy, maybe had 15, 20 people following him. I mean, you could hear him talking to people about things, you know, throughout his day. It was just like, oh yeah, my wife likes that or whatever it is, and you're just like, oh, that's Weird. that's wild. Um, one of the greatest experiences I've ever had in my life. I've gotten to do a lot of cool shit in this life, and and the Masters, by far, was close to the top of the list. Where you're just like, holy shit, this is unbelievable. And something where you want to go back again, 
where you're like, man, I would like to go back with my friends or, uh, or you or, or somebody like that. Like, cause it was that, cause you, you almost want to take somebody so that, that they, they can believe what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Cause right now I look, I had heard the stories before I, I went in and I was like, eh, whatever. It's not that, uh, it can't be that great. Right? right. No, it is. Now I want to take somebody and be like, who's never been and be like, see, like yeah, crazy? yeah. Yeah. Um, it's almost like dying and then you're getting shocked back to life. And you're like, you don't understand what I saw. I saw the light. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was, uh, ab- I mean, just, just an amazing, amazing time all, all the way around. And, uh, I look, I hope I, I get to go back in this life. Uh, if not, I'll see it when I die. Because yeah, exactly. That is, that is definitely what heaven looks like. Um, but the guy who won was, was kind of strange. Patrick Reed. Uh, no one was rooting for him hmm. on the course. Uh, kind of a doughy, looked like a eh, drunk softball player. Golfer? Yeah. But yeah, but he was a golfer. Well, everybody else was surprisingly fit. I only saw a couple people who didn't fit the bill. And I think golf is starting to change in that regard where you've, you have to be in shape. And I walked the entire 18. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, like, it's, there's a lot of up uphills there at, at the Masters. So like, I would look at these fatter, there was a couple of the fatter players. And I was like, man, you're you're not in shape to walk like you've got to be out of breath because i'm i'm a little right i'm uh, uh, trying to gain my senses you know um so i most of the the golfers i would say in today's world that young crop of golfers who's amazing now are, are, are pretty fit roy mcelroy's fucking jacked right. uh spieth you know jordan spieth is uh in shape uh pretty ricky fowler all those guys are in shape uh, Tiger's Tiger. He looked a little smaller. He looked like he'd, he'd come down from the HGH, but uh, yeah. But he was in he was in good shape. There was only a couple: Jason Duffner, and then the guy who won, Patrick Reed. Even Mickelson, like in person, I don't know if he's lost weight. I haven't. I saw him play fuck maybe fifteen years ago in another tournament, um, a small tournament uh, in Ohio, and uh, smaller the Memorial, and he looked a little bigger last. He didn't look as big this time. So I, I think that's kind of uh, the new world. But then, of course, the guy who won was just a doughy, you know, kind of dude. And I, had, you know, looked him up in his backstory and all that shit. And he was busted for, you know, drinking, underage drinking and all that shit. Not that I give a fuck that he's a yeah. rager. Um, but something fucked up happened. Something dark happened. He got kicked out of school a couple of times. Okay. And then he doesn't talk to his entire family, his parents or sister. That's always a little. And they live two miles away from the course. Two miles. So he grew up there, and they all lived two miles there. And a, a reporter called from ESPN, called the family afterwards, and they were crying, and, and uh, they hope they get reunited. I don't know what happened. What they basically said is it's a he said, she said versus the wife's family, the, the chick he's married to. Yeah. And, uh, and them, and they haven't even seen the kids, I guess. But, uh, but oh, That's pe- my biggest fear, dude. People were, uh, people were rooting against him. And um, it was strange to see somebody was leading most of the tournament because he was leading Friday through Sunday. He was leading most of the time uh, that people weren't cheering for him. But uh, yeah, he he ended up winning. I was I was hoping Spieth would would come back and win or Pretty Ricky. But uh, but it was a, it was a great tournament and and a, and a blast. I only went for one day, which by the way I will say this now because you have options to get badges for the entire week. You only need one day. One day is, is, is good enough for, for the experience. Because then the next days, you just be going back and doing the same things and kind of 
Uh, you can get, you can do and see and experience everything in that one day. It's such a long day, especially yeah. if you go on a Thursday or Friday where people are teeing off earlier. Um, that, yeah, you can. One one day is is all you need, so you don't have to buy the whole thing. Like, just pick one day you want to go. If you want to go see the final round, that's cool. But uh, you, you'll get the gist and the and the whole feeling of it on one day. Uh, even I, after it was over, was like, this was amazing. But I went home and I was exhausted. I, I think I had walked by the end of it, like like close to 12 miles. Dang. Yeah. I mean, I was exhausted. Um, and again, you're going uphill mm-hmm. and you're kind of following groups. And, and you, you know, you're, you're kind of veered towards the leaders and things like that are some of your favorites. And it was a, just an absolute blast. Uh, really good time. Hope I get to go back. Uh, so thanks to the the fucking VIP marketing services for hooking that up. That was yeah. great. And uh, that dude in Michigan, I, he said his wife got sick or something, couldn't go. So bitch. Yeah, I oh, know she's never. Gotta, and all I kept thinking was after I went is like if if uh, if he dies before next year's Masters, Ugh. then congratulations, you Can just took you away. Imagine. His... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't actually. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was also saying my greatest fear would be like the wife because I have a son. So like you can do everything you can for them. Right. Raise them right. College, all of this. And if they get hooked on the wrong chick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's over. And there's nothing you can do. No. Everything you do will be pushing them further. Yeah. Away. So it's just like also instilling that in them of like, you know. Sure. Sure, yeah. But you can't. Can't. If can't that, do it. Uh, if that, um, I don't want to say it. Yeah, go ahead if and that, say it. <laughs> that say puss, it. pussy is yeah. magic. Yep. Nothing you can do There's about it. There's nothing mom's going to be able to say. No. Right? No. If that if vagina you, if you, if you get is, that Kardashian pussy. It's over. It's I over. mean, goodbye, son. See you later. Goodbye. See you later. Nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. Down uh-huh. that path. Uh-huh. Life down the drain. <laughs> Dark magic. Yeah, you never know. And there's no control over it. There's no control. So that that's what I'm saying. Like, there's certain things that you feel like you kind of have control over, right? Like, like instilling good grades, college. Like, yeah. all that can get messed up, too, if they get into the wrong thing. But even that, you're like, nope, not hanging out with those people. Like, nope. Like, yeah. you feel like you can have some control except for if it's with a girl. And oh, yeah, that's yeah. it. And that's it. Done. And then you're, you're done, though, after that. They will steal credit cards. They will sneak out of your house. They will steal cars. Like, there's oh, yeah. nothing that will stop them. Nothing. Nothing at all. Um, and that's, that's life. That's the way it so, goes. That's, Those, yeah. that, that's, that's the bees. Um, that's the bees and C's of it. You know what I'm saying? The balls and cock of it. It's the balls and cock of it. Uh, we got some sponsors, Japes, who pay for this whole shit to be on the air. Cool. I'm just rambling on about how fucking great the Masters was. You really were. It's a time-honored tradition. Oh, my God. Unlike any other. The Masters. The pictures you sent me of the food coming out. The oh, chef boy. just keeps bringing out food. I know. I know. We had a private chef. I had to just block you. Private I blocked you for the rest the of the day. <laughs> Block this caller, dude. I can't see any more of these pictures. Ooh, they just they do it right there, man. That is that is heaven on earth. It really Meanwhile, is. I'm at Waffle House. It really is. I uh, there's now. I, fuck. I will say. I will say this. Again, we'll get the sponsors in two seconds. I promise. But uh, I will say this. There, there's now two things that that you almost like. Once you go, you're like, fuck. I want to keep doing it. It's the Super Bowl and the Masters where you're just like, shit. 
it's it's that awesome right really is Mm -hmm. um fuck Mm -hmm. fuck that's what look that's why you work every day though that's why you work your hardest try to put your you know effort into everything you do so you can do the coolest shit on the planet yep and i think that's what they should teach you in school hey guys i know this fuck it I, i i can promise you this if a teacher would have sat me down as a child and just said hey man you're being a little fucking dick today here's why you need to get great, great grades and, and be rich in life. And they would have just pulled back the curtain and say, all the fucking dope is shit. It's going to cost a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. So you better buck up or, or you're not going to get to do any of the shit. Then your buddy's going to come back with pictures on Instagram and you're going to wish yeah. you were there and you couldn't fucking do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I even tried to bribe a guy at the masters, one of the photographers to take a picture of me and my dad on the course. Wouldn't do it. Or? No, wouldn't do it. Oh, yeah, because you told me that was like a thing. Like that was like a pro, thing. Pro tip or something. And a, pro didn't... tip. And, and I saw a buddy of mine. You know the buddy of mine who gave me that pro tip about five mm-hmm. or six years ago? Took his dad to the Masters the day after m- me. Oh, shit. And he didn't get a picture on the golf course. Um, Not a thing anymore, huh? I went up, no. And I went up to the photographers and I was like, hey, let me throw you, uh, let me grease you. Let me grease your palm a little yeah, bit. So throw a little grease in that two, palm. You gave him $2 bill. I gave him a... a two, you gave him two bucks. A, two or three a, bucks. A tutankhamen. A tutankhamen. This is what we call it in the biz. Um, no, but I offered him a, a fair amount, you know, a little sure, wink Sure, 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 sure. And uh, he said no. And he looked for, afraid. He was like, oh, no, no, no. And I was like, oh. This Were is, you like, is that not a thing anymore? Or Yeah, I tried to. I asked a couple people. And oh, you just kept going. They're all like, there's this guy that just will not leave us alone. No, because they don't allow very many photographers there. And the ones they do had those long lens. Mm-hmm. So it's like, maybe that's a thing. Like, I don't know. Whatever they're trying to do to preserve the magic of that place, they're doing it right. Because it, it is sealed off. You know nothing about it until you step yeah. inside there. And it's fucking phenomenal. Right. Um, and there's so many times you want to. You wish you had a phone to be like, dude, I am yeah, 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 five yeah, feet yeah, away yeah, from yeah. Tiger Woods. That's exactly why you can't bring it. I know. I know. How fucking annoying would that uh, it'd be, be, dude? It'd be terrible. And, uh, Get your fucking phone out of my face. And, you know, when you live with these memories, I know Chappelle does this. Joe Rogan's starting to do this at his shows with no phones. Mm-hmm. You really are just living off of that great memory. And, uh, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. Uh, we'll get to the sponsors, shall we? Let's do it. Our chief sponsor. Chief, chief, chief sponsor. <laughs> it's BlackRifleCoffee.com. A little BRCC for that moaning. Uh, good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Black Rifle Coffee. Uh, they're caffeinated as fuck and they're just black are our jams. They have a subscription of the month club. Uh, it's a nice coffee of the month club. Gets delivered to our house every day. It gets delivered to your mouth every day. Every day. It no, gets it gets delivered, delivered on the same dates every month to our house. <laughs> You're losing And I dude. drink it every single day. You drink it. It gets delivered to your no, mouth every day. I'm such a big fan. Uh, go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Support the gents. Uh, they're veterans. They make the best coffee in the business. It is a premium roast-to-order coffee. What that means is they make that shit fresh. Uh, bag it up. Ship it out two days later. They also got K-Cups. And uh, it's about $4 cheaper than Costco. And they'll ship it right to your house. And their apparel is top-notch. I wear this shit all the time. If you follow me on Instagram, at stjames, stjames. I'm always wearing Black Rifle Coffee shit. And I just saw them, man, at uh, 
They have a huge billboard this weekend at Texas Motor Speedway. Oh, yeah. I saw that, too. I was like, holy shit, dude. They're it's happening. It's all happening. Really blowing up, man. Super stoked for those guys. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for a one-time use of 20% off. I would use it to sign up for their uh, Coffee of the Month Club, for real. It's the best. Uh, next up, we got Strikeforce.com. StrikeforceEnergy.com. Boom, 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 boom. Shabloinkers. Shabloinkers. <laughs> Strikeforceenergy.com is the premier energy drink in the biz. Uh, they got four tasty flavors. Talking about lemon. Talking about orange. Talking about uh, grape. Talking about a ridge. <laughs> I still get down on the ridge. Um, it's a tasty tiny little tin pouch. You rip it open. Squeeze it into any liquid available. And you can put that in liquor, man. Vodka is the way to go. I took some of it to the master's. Nice. They let me in with that. Because I knew it was going to be a long day, and I was like, shit. You need the energy. Yeah, and you, I, they, you, dude, you can pour it into anything, and they didn't take it from me. Um, nice. Yeah, so it was great. Um, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. They also have a subscription of the Month Club, and they get a 750 milliliter bottle that sits on your bar top or countertop, and you can just boom, boom, pop a couple of squirts in and go. Works really great as a replacement for uh, for for Red Bull and uh, vodka and Red Bulls. Uh, you can call it a Stratka. Strikeforce and Vodka. Go to StrikeforceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. That's good every time you use it. And they ship everywhere in the entire world. Next up, we've got StraightRazors.com. That's a clean cut. Ooh, that's a clean cut. That's a clean cut. Sir? Sir? Yeah, yeah that's a clean cut, sir. Um, StraightRazors.com is uh, it's the ultimate. It's the masters of the shaving biz. Is what I like to call it. Fuck, man, they got nice products there. They got real nice shit over straightrazors.com. If you don't oh, yeah. believe me, go to just go to their site. It's not like your bullshit dollar shave thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they, they've got the nicest uh, shaving equipment in the biz, and they've got everything as far as dude products go. They got uh, shampoo, conditioner, uh, but it's all like handmade, smolder. They're, they got soap now. Um, they got everything up in that motherfucker. They're they're their uh their aftershave smolder is I use it every single day and their cologne. Um and if you're using a stray razor, uh they have safety razors in, in case you're you know new to the game and want to try it out first. And those are fucking easy. Go to straightrazors.com, type in the promo code revolution for 20% off. That's gonna be a huge savings. And it's a great gift for like a Father's Day or like a you know, a bro uh that you haven't seen in a while. And uh it's a it's something sweet to get them. They'll dig it. Last but not least, we have the Caillou app. That's K-A-Y-U. With social media going down in flames on fucking Facebook. People are looking at other apps. Other apps. Uh, (laughs) Zuckerberg's got to testify. Yeah. Um, What I'm going to tell you about this, the Caillou app. They're not scraping your info here. Like like fucking Facebook. (laughs) Did you get that fucking email from Facebook that just said, hey, if you're one of the 87 million people in America whose information has been scraped, we're going to send you a detailed email about it? Uh, No. Yeah. Where where did you get that? It'll it'll come to your feed. I think I have my, the wrong email on Facebook because I don't want any like notifications. Well, if there's any more reason to try out different social media apps, uh, now's the time. Try out the Caillou app, K-A-Y-U. It's free. It was started by two Green Berets out of Fort Bragg. And uh, it combines everything. Travel, lodging, uh, hookups, 
uh, <laughs> nude duck hunts, um, whatever you're into. Yeah. You can meet up with people and you actually see them and that they, they have a rating on them, which is fucking dope. So you can see if they're, they're cool people or not. Oh, yeah. Sad. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Needs to be done. Sure. I sure, should sure, have done sure. that to Tinder a long time ago where it's just like, Hey, how was that girl to bang? Eh, she was a 4.2. Great. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, Caillou is where it's at now. Try it out. It's free. There's no strings attached. Seriously, it's uh, get your iPhone. Take a look, or see Android. At, at what's in there, and, yeah, and take a look, see, see if it's right for you. See if mm. you need, need to put your dick in it. Um, um check out the Caillou app, K A Y U. Try it out. Might be doing a live show with them next month too. Oh, sweet. Yeah, which I'm stoked about. Um, big fan of those guys, Michael Squires and the boys. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I. I I want to I want to jump right in. I want to jump, jump right, right in. in. I want to jump. I was thinking the other day. I was looking on Facebook. You were thinking? Um a yeah. little tiny bit. A yeah, tiny 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 tiny, not, tiny bit. Not yeah, do yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I was thinking a little tiny bit and sure. then I like I was like, "Uh, what are you doing?" You know what I mean? <laughs> Stop that right now. But like people are so pissed about Facebook taking all their information, right? Or like personal information right. or oh, listening yeah. to them yeah. or whatever. And then, but the posts that I see on there sometimes are so personal. I mean, people really lay it out there, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, my wife's cheating on me. That's why we're getting divorced. Fucking dumb bitch. Oh, whatever. yeah. Whatever. And you're yeah. like, and that's the person that is really pissed that their personal information is like Being out used. there. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was, uh, they also put out a list yesterday of celebrities who've deleted their Facebook and it was surprisingly like big where it was just like, you're looking at millions upon millions of followers, uh, vanished. And I was just like, Ooh, that's scary, man. Even if you're just using it as a business platform, like I saw, for example, Will Ferrell, 10 million followers deleted his Facebook share. Uh, Steve Wozniak was yesterday. Um, but they don't need it. Do you know what I mean? Like there's certain people that are at an at a point anymore but i will say anymore. this if you still want to make a, a studio film it's all about your social media followers so it's like i mean will ferrell's got to be what in what his 50s so it's like fuck it i guess he's good shares good i mean there's people yeah, like shares definitely aniston good. doesn't do any social media like no she look, seems to be doing fine if you can get away with it it's great um yeah but you know it, it's gonna take a, a big a big figure. Oh, you, have, you have to have a lot of money, I guess. To what? Like acting wise, if you're going to nuke your account like that. As an entertainer these days, if you're going to nuke your account like that. Depends um, on who you are. But yeah, like, um, have you know, heard, how, how much shit did Cher get, get have, off of her Facebook? Have you like? heard about these shadow bans too? Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing these things called shadow bans on Facebook and Twitter where uh, your followers don't go away. You're putting up messages and, you know, posts or whatever, but it's shadow banned. So it's only going out to a certain number of people mm-hmm. and they're doing it to conservatives right now. And they did a, it was Newsweek, did an article on it yesterday about uh, Ted Cruz. Um, Ted Cruz has a massive following and all of this shit and uh, all of his posts on Twitter, they, uh, he's been shadow banned, they found out. And um, it's only going out to like a select number of people. Oh, okay. And okay. I okay. feel like that that's happened to me and Matt and those guys on Facebook where I'm sure um, I have, I don't know. I, I look, I was late to social media and uh, I wish, like, I wish I wasn't, 
um, because it's super helpful in promoting all this shit and everything. But uh, I have like maybe 19,000 followers on Facebook for maybe the last like month or so, two months when I post something, I'll get like 40 likes on a picture and I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) But if I post it on my personal page where I have a fraction of the the numbers, it explodes. Explodes because it's going to everyone. But my fan, the the, Mm -hmm. the one that's set up for the fan page, and I don't know if it's also because I've done marketing on it before, so I've paid for advertising on there. Right. Where they're like, great, he's paid once. Maybe we can just keep getting getting him to pay. Yeah, if we keep his numbers low. And I was like, well, no, fuck you. I don't, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to keep doing, I'm not going to pay you to keep making video. Like, it's dumb. If people want to find him and find me, great. Yeah. But I'm not going down that fucking rabbit hole of trying to chase Facebook followers, especially when I don't know if that's the platform that's going to be around in the next three to four years. Right. Because I really don't know at this point. Um, I, I don't know what, what the thing is. We were watching Silicon Valley last night. Yeah. And they were talking about the decentralized internet, which that show is always fucking timely. Um, yeah, they definitely, the things that they're doing, but even like the, the compression that they were doing last season. Yeah. It's like never going to happen. But it, it's the kind of thing where you're like, oh, that's exactly what we need. But it's never going to happen. It's so like, it's so. It should. It should it happen. It should, but it's like everyone's dream uh, and they're making it seem like they're going to do it. So even with this internet, it's like, ah, oh, yes. And they're just like, you know, it belongs to everyone. Yeah. It's, it's a new internet. We're starting great. over. And you're like, oh my gosh, are they really working on that? I know. No, I they aren't. Somebody is, I bet. I know, no, I think that's incorrect. I think somebody is. I think somebody's working on that compression issue from the last couple of seasons ago. I, I think I genuinely believe there are people out there working on it. And I believe there is brilliant people who've undiscovered shit and geniuses who are just right there, right on the cusp. And it's going to take one last push. Something's going to topple here with this shit because there's so much regulation on all of it that somebody's going to get fed up with it. Some brilliant fucking genius out there and is going to create it. When that will happen, or, or, or if the government will allow, it's another story. Right. So we'll see. But uh, this season's been pretty good so far of, of Silicon Valley. Yeah. Surprise. I, I thought it would go to shit after uh, TJ Miller left. Yeah. I mean, I keep like wanting him to pop up, but it's like, do, it's okay. I do and I don't. The writing's been so good. Yeah, it is. And their the performances, the other guys have stepped up. That it, that... And Jin Yang, like kind of in his place is amazing. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> and I, what I find interesting is I always go back to older shows and see what they did to succeed after major characters left. Mm-hmm. Sometimes shows fucking fall off. Because yeah. to me, that Ehrlich Bachman character that T.J. Miller was playing was my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I thought for sure that show would go in the toilet this year. What I found fascinating was the first three episodes were directed by Mike Judge himself. And it was like... He got back in. And I think, like, yeah. He, he, in the off season, was like, great. We can't slip. Right. Guys, so I'll get in. I'll, I'll get in. Write these. I'll direct these, and we'll get the ship on the thing. Because by the third episode, I think somebody else had written it. Mm-hmm. So I, I think uh, he did the right thing. And so look, so far so good. The season's what, three episodes in. It's been fantastic. Yeah. Atlanta's been fantastic. <sighs> Fuck, man. Do- Donald Glover, man. Uh, who knew? No. Who knew? It, it that that show is. I, I that's my. I would say that's my favorite. 
Comedy on the air right now. I'd say right now, yeah, for sure. I would have said baskets for sure. maybe a, a year ago. Baskets is gone. Baskets is gone down. down. Zach Galifianakis got skinny for some reason. Skinny and like, I, I don't know. He just doesn't seem, uh, he's not in it. He's not in it. He's not there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of he's he's going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, um, who's the who's the mom? Lou, uh, Louis fucking, Anderson. Louis Anderson. I was about to say Louis C.K. Louis Anderson. I mean, basically, they heard everyone that was like, "We want more of her." So it's a lot of her, which I love. And she's great. Great. He. <laughs> he. Which yeah. I buy it yeah, every I time. I every time I, I see him. Um, but but that, I would have said baskets. Uh, I'm saying Atlanta for sure is my my top comedy. For sure. Um, and to the audience out there, I, a few shows back when I was raving, ranting and raving about how great Black Panther was. Yeah. And I said it was it was so good and so special that I didn't want to see that character in other universes. A bunch of people wrote in. They were like, hey, man, he's already been in like these other Marvel movies. I just yeah. didn't watch him. I didn't yeah. watch the, the 90th version of the Avengers. Right. Well, our child was watching the Avengers, that yeah, C- Civil War, that. Or whatever no. the fuck it was. Yeah. Um, and the Black Panther was in it. And they're all fucking fighting and all this shit. And I, and I was right about that. Uh, that I was, I was wrong that I, you know, I didn't know he was in that other world already. Um. But, but it was shitty to see him. Shitty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shitty to see him with yeah, like yeah. that was the first time I had seen one where there was like nine hundred fucking characters mm-hmm. in one. You y- you can't follow anything that great. Mm-mm. They're all fighting each other. You're trying to remember which which superpowers they have, and you know you have Black Panther who's cool as shit in there with like dorky ass Spider Man who's a kid, and you're right. just like I don't. I don't fucking buy that. I don't. Right. I don't really want to get behind that. I didn't see Ruffalo. He wasn't in that movie. No, I don't. Well, the Hulk. I don't know. I don't want to speak too soon. I don't watch the whole thing ever. Yeah, he yeah. may have. He may have popped. It's sort of just like they pop up, and you're like, oh, and they all blend into each other. So I don't even know if that's like Captain America: Civil War or Avengers: Blah Blah yeah. Blah or whatever. Like. I really don't know, so I'm not going to talk about it. But I, 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 I don't. But he, he, here's my point to all of this: I don't care. And I, like for Black Panther, to me, when I saw it, it again, I, I was right about that. It was that movie was to me too special. That world was too special to see him in the outside world fighting with some of these other dipshits. Like I don't, I don't even know the. There's an actor named Anthony Mackie, a black actor, talented. I'm, I'm a big Anthony Mackie fan. Um, he is playing a superhero character in this mm-hmm. with like a, some form of wingsuit and some little bird he flies around with a, sure, sure. a metal bird. I don't even know what his fucking character name is. Like right. that character sucked. Um, <laughs> the character of Hawkeye that Jeremy Renner plays where he just keeps firing arrows at people. Yeah. Is yeah. A, a bow and arrow against like Iron Man and shit like that. Like get the fuck out of here. Right. Take that stupid shit home. You're fi- you're firing bow and arrows well, like you're yeah. an Indian. Like yeah, it's a little bit like why like who, who invited him to like the thing. It yeah. should be like yeah, the powerhouses. Dumb character. Um, the, the Spider Man's like 15 years old. I saw what's her what's her tits. Um, uh, Marissa Tomei, who she's playing Aunt May now, and they made a joke about it oh. where it was just like, oh hey. You know, you're. I can't believe your aunt's so young. And it was just like, ha ha. All right, great. Right. But every the problem and the pro, the biggest fundamental problem I have with this, from a writing perspective, of movies like that where there's 900 characters, is 
You don't have any room for dialogue for the characters, so therefore you can only say either a setup and a punchline because you got to get to another character. Mm -hmm. So it's like, don't thank me, thank the bird. Right. Go ahead, thank him. He's cute, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, Boom. you're moving to another character, and you're like, all right, sweet. Or you can come in and say something powerful after you've destroyed something, and it was like, well. Looks like you won't be doing that again. Right. And then they move on and you're just like, yeah, all right, cool. I guess. I guess. Um, and now they're the next one that we just saw the trailer for is got the whole goddamn Guardians of the Galaxy meeting up with the Avengers. Oh, shit, yeah. Good night, sweet Charlotte. What the fuck are we going to do with that? A hundred fucking comic book characters running around on screen doing shit. Like, yeah. what do you what do you need to give them like a half a line a piece? But I, uh, uh, boom, <laughs> yeah, you start cut, cut, killing people cut. off like snooze fest. I'm, I'm good on all that. I'm happy that it, that it keeps kids entertained. And I, I figured out, at least I did. I don't know if you got the same vibe. I figured out why they did so well over and over and over again. It's because kids, kids can sit there and watch them. Like there's yeah. no, they're not dropping f bombs. So no, they aren't right. No, no, and and um and with uh with our child like watching it you see him drop out for the dialogue and when they start back up with the punching and kick yeah, yeah and yeah, the yeah. really yep. fast-paced crazy crazy and i think that's really just like with everyone yeah like he is a child but like i think even when i'm watching it like when the dialogue starts or what that they start explaining their whole fucking shit origin or whatever yeah i just like drop out and then they start like and they do some crazy fucking thing you're like oh okay okay hello yeah and i think it was called civil war or infinity war or whatever the fuck the name of it was uh when you know you're sitting there watching it you're just to me personally, I'm just looking at how many toys my child is going to want after watching this movie. Yeah. And like, and it's almost like you're and... making a movie based on selling toys. Yeah. That's there should be like. like a button on there on your remote <laughs> yeah. that's like buy, buy, buy. <laughs> and like little bubbles like pop up to where you can like press the button. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, uh boy. Where, where is Black Panther? Again, loved it. Just want to see it on its own. I don't need to see him with a 15 year old boy. A white boy from fucking New York <laughs> okay, with a hot okay. aunt. Okay. Um, no, I mean I don't like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like I like the the country of Wakanda. Like I don't need to see him going to some you know poor fucking one bedroom apartment you know in Brooklyn. Sure. Or whatever the fuck, wherever the fuck Spider Man lives, whatever his world is called. Right. <laughs> so you can just go ahead and cross me off. <laughs> Okay. That list, uh, the list that I'm not going to be crossed off on, though, that I refuse to be put in a corner in is is Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, I've always been a fan of that guy. Oh yes, his work is. I've been a fan of his work. Let me let me say uh, yeah, yes, that. Yes, let me work. say that. I, I've yeah. been a fan of his work for years and years and Every years. Every single thing that he does, even and the has weird ever done yet. movie he did, where uh, I'm not really here, where he's. Uh, uh, I know he wanted to be the rapper, and then he I'm went on Letterman and all that other shit. It. Like I watched that entire. I went. I went and saw that in a theater and enjoyed, yep. enjoyed the shit out of it. Yep. Where it was just like, all right, cool. I, it, I, I could definitely tell, again, from a producing and like writing standpoint, that something had gone wrong during filming and they didn't know how to end it. But I, I didn't really mind that. I didn't care. Like, yeah. Um, the fact that he went through with all that shit. 
God. And whatever it did to maybe or maybe not destroy his life. Because you were seeing him do blow live on camera and fuck prostitutes and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a crazy movie. Um, burn, burn bridges, like burn all bridges. This shit, essentially, like, ruin his career for maybe three or four years. Did it? It did. And uh, he was having trouble getting work. He did this movie, and because uh, a movie came out right right after that, and I think it was with Gwyneth Paltrow, and they asked him to do a, a press junket and a mm. press tour for it, and he walked out of it mid on the first day just a couple hours and walked yeah, out yeah. of it and they were like, Ugh. well, fuck. Cause it's from a studio level. They look at that and they're like, dude, if you're not going to go out and promote the movies, why should we hire you? And slowly he's because been doing he's fucking good. That's I why. Know. But, but you to carry a movie these days, again, you need social media and you've got to go out and do the legwork for press. And, uh, uh, you know, like, like blockers this weekend, uh, look two of my best friends in the, in the world worked on that movie. And, they had John Cena as the lead. I can tell you for a fact, personally, they did not write the movie for John Cena. The no, and studio, he wasn't the best person for the job, but John he will Cena sell. will sell the shit out yeah. of it. He's online. He did WrestleMania this mm-hmm. weekend. He did fucking you name it. And his social media presence is unbelievable. Today's Therefore, show, yeah. John Cena, The Rock, Kevin Hart, Ryan Reynolds, these guys are going to get the jobs because their social media presence is insane. Mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix isn't going to get that job. Like right. he's just not. You're he either going to have to put him. Job. He does. I don't. I, I don't know what he wants to do. To be honest with you, because I think he does what he wants to do. I think that's why I like him so much. I do, but like you know, you see these movies where you're just like, uh, he's got a couple movies coming out this year. One one is this movie that everyone has reviewed already, and it's coming out in the next couple of weeks, and it's it's very similar to like. I'm already gone or it's very similar to the title we were talking about. Like they added like one word. I'm, I'm not really. Oh, here yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, or you something weren't like really that. here. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's like one word changed. And he's got to go out and do press for it now, which he is doing begrudgingly. Oh, wow. He was on he did would, GQ and some other shit. He did an interview with Will Ferrell, right? Yes. And that was a nightmare. Like, I don't know. I heard it was kind of it ended up being cool. It ended up being cool because of Will Ferrell. Like Will Ferrell was like, "Great, you're not going to answer the, any of these questions." Yes, and I'll start asking really fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. And but to his credit, like he went with that. Yeah, but but he wasn't himself. So like that was the whole. You know, I read this massive interview with him last night, where you know everybody and their mother said in this interview they were like, he had such a fucked up childhood and fucked up life that he would prefer to be anybody other than himself. Right. And so you uh, don't think in that Will Ferrell he was being himself no because will ferrell was asking weird questions and he was responding to these weird questions mm-hmm. in a fake way like there wasn't real answers so oh okay okay. i don't know I, I don't know what to think of this fucking guy uh his i just read that in this article that he's dating rooney mara Ugh. which is you know it look it's a perfect fit it is but like god do you know her history at all Mm, no, I know it's she's super, always been rich. Yes, always been unbelievably rich. Mm-hmm. Her her dad owns the her her family. I'm sorry, uh, owns the the New York Giants. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, it's it's insanity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, she's a weirdo. Super weird. Super weird. She was the girl rich. in the dragon tattoo. Yeah, shit and. Um, mm-hmm. 
the two of them together now are are dating. Both of them hate the world, essentially. Yep. And they live together. And he only eats. He's now a vegetarian. He's now sober. But he only eats vegetables that are grown in his own garden. Uh, according to this article, they never leave the house. Oh, God. Um, and they just fucking hang out and, you know, <sighs> do whatever it is they do together. But uh, what a weird weird yeah, life he and was, existence he was part of my least favorite cult oh which was the children of god ah is my least favorite most horrible give the audience a rundown of the children of god children of god is a christian sex cult essentially and it was like international it was huge okay in like hippie days um because it was like christian so it starts out that way and then it really is just like a set full on children just sex um sex cult wow so they're all just like everyone's having sex with each other the kids are ha- like it's it's just horrible Fuck. horrible where, where is this based out of i mean where they always start but i mean i th- they Little were Oregon. in yeah no <laughs> they were no they were in california it always starts in san francisco to be honest but yeah up by up by berkeley yeah anywhere where people are like trying to find spiritual awakening but um it was everywhere it was like uh huge yeah i mean look he not only did he have a wild upbringing his brother you know died in front mm-hmm. of him he was the one um you know he died outside he od'd outside River of Phoenix, viper room yeah, yeah he, he od'd outside of viper room and I, what i didn't know until i read this article was that joaquin was the one who called 911 was yeah was he with him yeah he's with him yeah, and yeah, yeah. uh they have the 911 recording and it's Joaquin Phoenix screaming about his brother, and you're just like, mm. died right out in front of there. Um, then you have a sister. Um, I believe her name is Summer Phoenix. She was married to uh, Casey Affleck for yes. a long time. Yes, until recently. Yeah, they, they got divorced maybe, what, two years ago, something yeah. like that. And then there's Rain Phoenix. Like All of them were actors. Um, Yes. It was either Summer or Rain who was an SLC punk. She was summer. great in it. It was Summer, okay. Mm-hmm. She was great in it. Um, I, I, and I loved SLC punk. That was a- Me too, fave. It was a, a great movie. Um, I got to meet, I, I, went to, I got to meet the director at dinner at his house one night. Super weird guy. Like you can totally get why he did that. Yeah, had James, to be. James Marandino is the guy's name. Um, fuck, that was one of the weirdest nights I've ever had in my life. Um, after the dinner party, he pulled out a taser. He got a taser for, it was like his birthday. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, we're going to play a game where everybody's got to catch a live taser. And I was like, nope, good nope. on that one. Goodbye. I did one round of that. But uh, yeah, um, that, that, yeah, uh, let, that's, a, that's a whole nother fucking box for another show. <laughs> right. But, you know, you grow up with all that fame and all that shit. My question is this, if you want to be that fucking weird, right? Yeah. Don't want to leave the house and do all this other mm-hmm. shit. Why do this particular job? Um, I think it's like with anything, you know, like with comedians that are really effed up. You know what I mean? Yeah, but for for an actor, especially big films like this, again, because they, they said, everybody's like, look, he'll probably be nominated for an Oscar this year. He was also in Gladiator. He was nominated for, he's been nominated three times. You want to know why? Because Busters. I think to be good, you have to have some some weird darkness to be really, really, really as good as he is. But if you want to be a recluse and by yourself, why choose the one job 
that makes you ultra fucking famous. And I, I will never understand that. Um, the other thing that I, I have no sympathy for, and I love, look, I love him as an actor, as a person I, who fucking knows, but uh, I, if, it, it, knowing what you're going into, like, why, I just don't choose that profession. You can, again, you can act at your fucking local theater or dinner theater or put on plays or. Because they can't do anything else either. Like, what can, wa- what else could Joaquin Phoenix. Grow a goddamn vegetable garden. Oh, and make money doing it? I, I don't know. Other there's other farmers who make it. Like <laughs> they grow vegetables. How does anybody else live their life? What did his parents do? Like this is what I, I will never eternally understand. I it, think they were all entertainment, even the parents. But if you don't care about being famous or any of that other shit, don't uh, to me don't choose that job. Um, I, yeah. Look, I, I enjoy seeing his movies and all that shit. Studios know what they're getting into by hiring that guy. But uh, I, I will never understand. I will never understand the the people who refuse to do press and don't want to be famous and all that other shit. That's the one job that makes you famous. I, right. I, I don't understand. Uh, it's strange. Right. Really fucking strange. Same with athletes, musicians, all that stuff. Yeah. You you have the option on all of this, but he is trying because you don't do a, a huge GQ spread. Um, I mean that's a that's a deal. Like that's a full shoot. They set up for that. They interview you for like three or four days. That's not a. Here's what I also think about him is that he did start it because his family all did it. Right. It was like the family business. And I think he's been he has tried to get out of it many times. Obviously, like he's tried to just like do everything he can to be like, don't hire me. And I think he's that good. Like, is he actively seeking these fucking things? Probably not. I don't think he's pounding the pavement. I don't think he's like hounding his agent to like make sure he gets something. I think that he is so good that when they call him up and they offer the money, he's like, or whatever mood he's in at that time, he does it. He does an amazing job. He's so good. And then falls back into his like weird, I don't want to do, you know what I mean? But like, um, I think he's tried to get out of it. I, I, I don't know. He's done I, everything you could do. I mean, he's been a fucking nightmare. He like won't show up to the Oscars. He won't do press. He's like drugs, everything. Like, yeah. He's done everything he can. And he's so good. I, there was a period <laughs> where I, I saw him uh, out at, at like clubs and shit um, all the time for like a good two to three months stretch. He was super fat. And this was probably like, I want to say like, I don't know, maybe 05, 06 ish, somewhere in there. Uh, he was super fat, beard, hair, yeah. um, smoking, drugs, the whole shit. And uh, uh, somebody was dating at the time. Their best friend hooked up with him at the club. And then mm-hmm. like, we saw her the next day and we was just like, oh, what the fuck happened? And I was like, fuck Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what was it? Like, it's got to be weird, that? right? She yeah. goes, no, it was a blast. Like, he was a blast and like, you know, just partying drinking had a fucking fun night all that stuff and i was like really yeah. she was like yeah, yeah and i was like i didn't picture it Fruh. so it, it could be i there's an alternate theory where it's like maybe he's that guy that it's like oh, maybe all of this is an act on the outside of like i don't like to do press and all this other shit and it's his fun little game inside of his mind where he's like oh my god fuck these people can you believe they think i'm this weird and if so congratulations right Congratulations. I don't know. To me, there's two people 
that are really good that uh, they can fuck up a lot like this and and probably still come back. Some of them can't, man. I I, I used to like this guy named Jonathan Reese Myers, um, who was uh, fuck, man. He had a huge show on Showtime. Uh, it was like Henry the Eighth or something like that. Oh, was he? Was he Tudors? Tudors, that's okay, it. Okay. Tudors, um, the main guy. Yeah, in Tudors. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Right. Um, uh, fuck, he was. He, he was, was like meant to be the next big thing. Everything. Yeah. And um, what happened was, is uh, he, he was doing a shit ton of drugs and he was out of control. And I saw him on Leno one night, and I could I could visibly see like a little bit of coke residue Ooh. out of one nostril, and his eyes were blasted, and like he was talking real fast to Leno and all this shit and sweating, and I was like. Oh my God. I was like, somebody's got to put this guy in rehab. Like this is, this is going to go dark real fast. Right. That's exactly what happened right after Leno. He went into rehab and like some other fucked up shit happened. Um, and, uh, some domestic issues and he, he'd been gone for a while now. And I, I just saw they're putting him back in something else now. Yeah. But, uh, him, and uh, I like as, as much as I hate to say it, I think Shia LaBeouf is really fucking good, man. And, He's, uh, there's he's another, another one, one yep. where, you know, he's doing these articles now of like, hey, I was an asshole and I've gotten treatment and all this other shit and I want to do good work and everything. But uh, but he's good. Um, I think Tom Hardy's in a, Tom Hardy gets away with murder. I don't know if he does that kind of stuff, but yeah, he did something really fucked up to Charlize Theron on um, uh, Mad Max uh, so much so that. Security and production shut down. Yeah, I heard that. He couldn't be within, I don't know, 100 feet of her unless they were shooting and there was security with her everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what he said to her or did to her, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, shit got fucked up. I, or, I heard that was more of like method actor shit rather than, you know, sexual or anything. But uh, yeah, I think so that that's my little crop where I'm like, yeah, those guys are probably good enough to beat it. Um you know, others where you're just like, like Spacey, Kevin Spacey was a great fucking actor. You can't overcome pedophilia and all that shit. Like, he's done. I don't think you will ever see him again. You won't. Ever. You won't. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman is one that was so good that, like, you know, I, apparently everybody else knew he was on drugs except for, yeah. except for us. And uh, yeah. he always worked. Mm-hmm. Always handled his shit. Um. Fuck, speaking about being on drugs, man. Did you see that Conor McGregor shit over the weekend? Yeah, what was that about? It was amazing is what it was about. Okay. Somebody from, um, it was a main event on Saturday nights. Uh, somebody from the, the, the guy who they were given, Ibrahim, uh, the belt. They were, they were uh, giving him the belt, Conor's belt, because mm-hmm. he wouldn't fight. Um, they were going to give them the belt. One of the, the guys in his crew was talking shit about Conor's crew. Connor jumped on a fl- on a flight from Ireland to New York, got off and tried to get these guys off the bus and kick the shit out of them the day of the press conference, the day before the fight. He picked up a dolly, threw it through the window of the bus uh, in a in a piece of fencing, metal fencing that keeps a you know those metal barriers mm-hmm. that keep you back like big crowds back. Chucked that through the windows of the bus, shattered the windows. Three fighters got severely injured on that card, and they had to take them off the card. He got arrested, $50,000 bail, and he's going to be sued for millions upon millions of dollars for this. Like it, it was no joke. Whether or not it was to hype up a fight in the fall, I don't know. I, I kind of personally think at this point, 
Um, if you're Conor McGregor, you mm-hmm. go back and fight and you tell Dana White to pick up the tab on whatever these lawsuits are going to be worth. Or there is a there is a, a small possibility that him and Dana came up with this plan on their own and just said, look, man, I'll fucking pay the fines. This will only hype up our next thing. I'll, I'll pay off these lawsuits for these guys. That's um, a little bit crazy. Make it the biggest in the world. Eh, it's kind of like wrestling. Yeah. Like promoting wrestling. So whatever it was, it's either a brilliant PR move or he's lost his fucking mind. Either way, I want to see his fight his next fight now more than ever yeah well it worked then more than ever and the rumor is that it's gonna be uh floyd mayweather that mayweather is gonna go into mma with a certain set of rules and this was this was an article in forbes i read this morning so it wasn't like some shitty piece you know um that they're they're currently in negotiations and that uh the rules would be you would have the, the UFC gloves, but you'd have to stand up and you could clench. So you could punch and you could clench. You couldn't, uh, you couldn't do kicks or wrestling takedowns. Um, and that would be the modified rules of it, which thinking about those rules out loud, like that's what I really want to see anyways. Like yeah. I, I want to see two people running across the ring as fast as they can, trying to punch the shit out of each other. That's the one element of the UFC that I don't particularly give a shit about is like the wrestling, the grappling aspect of it. I don't want to see you rolling around on the ground for five minutes. I don't want to see that. No. I want to see you punching the shit out of each other, um, which is why I enjoy this rough and rowdy that uh, Barstool Sports just purchased, that, that they got Bill Burr to host. Oh, shit. I said this a f- fucking few months back when that, when that got purchased. I said, you know, it'd be rad as if you had some badass person to announced that somebody was hilarious and cool like we got bill burdo announced it last time these are just rednecks kicking the shit out of each other and it's boxing but it's they have no experience right so it's awesome like there's the knockouts are brutal which is great and then and i feel that that's what this would be with conor mcgregor and floyd mayweather where you're you you have you're playing to uh mayweather strengths of where he's fast and he can punch so can McGregor. Then you're just kind of finding out, all right, great. Who's the, the best stand-up boxer without all the rest of the bullshit and big gloves to protect you? That would be exciting as shit for me personally to watch. Like, I'd be amped as fuck about that. I mean, shit. I'd be the first one to buy tickets. I'd be one of those little Ticketmaster clowns who's w- waking up at 10 a.m. on a Friday. Mm, I'm going to get my, um, my, my password of, of nine capital consonant letters um, and, and 30 numbers, uh, that are all blurred to the point of Braille that I can't see. Like I'd type that code in a million times to try to get tickets. Yeah. That'd be a blast. Yeah. And I hope that that goes down, but I don't know either way. Conor McGregor still managed to make himself the most exciting personality in the world, whether it's real or not. I have no idea. I honestly can't call it on that. Somebody Said he was on drugs. I don't, uh, who knows? I right. have no idea, but I love it. Either way, I love it. And I love the chaos and the magic of it. Of course you do. Um, and the, the, the last bit of chaos and magic I loved seeing yesterday was, uh, uh, was the Cosby girl. Cosby, Cosby's got a retrial. Uh, oh, retrial. Yeah. See, he's back. It's, they're in it, by the way. They're in the retrial of the new case okay jury selection's been made 
everything. He's he's walking into court yesterday. A woman jumps the barrier, rips off her top, and is topless. And she's got words written on her chest like resist or feminism or mm-hmm. rape and all this other shit. And she starts running towards Cosby and gets tackled by the cops. And uh, it's this black chick. And I'm like, that, that's weird. Like, you're, you're at a trial for rape. And you're talking about feminism and all this other shit. But your first inclination is to rip your top off and go run at him topless towards Cosby holding a sign that sits like, you know, feminism or some, some shit. Like, I didn't get it. Uh, to top it off, she gets arrested. And you find out a few hours later, she was an actress on the show. On Cosby? On the Cosby show. And I guess he had allegedly, like, she was one of the people that, you know, allegedly hooked up with or violated or something. I, I don't know. Either way, I don't understand why you're ripping off your top, running at him. Like, what? 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 Yeah. Like, he was drugging you to get your top off. Uh-huh. If you were just going to do it for free. Yeah. Why don't you just start with that? And then the rest of your journey would have been super easy after that point. Hmm. I, I have no explanation for it whatsoever. She got a lot of press from it. I can tell you Maybe that. Maybe that was it. I guess. But that's not really the way to go about it. But why, let me ask you, why has this feminism movement gone toward pussy hats and topless shit? Because I'm seeing a lot of topless shit, by the way. This free the nipple campaign yeah. that's been going on for the last couple of years. Yeah. Why is that the ultimate act of feminism? Like, it's I don't... like taking control of the, the things that are being violated. Do you know what I mean? Like taking control of like the narrative as far as, um, you know, if you dress a certain way, you deserve it. If you are slutty, you deserve it. If you're in the wrong place, if you go up to the hotel room, all of these things that you can say basically, right? Like what were you doing there? Yeah. You're slutty basically. So you deserve to be raped kind of thing. So the whole like feminist movement now, Tina Fey always makes fun of it on like any show that she does. Of like the feminist movement now is just like being super slutty and then being like, don't look at me. Don't touch me. I am allowed to dress this way and I can fuck whoever I want, but it's who I want. Like, Don't ever think that like you're going to have sex with me if I don't really want it or something. It's just like this really weird convoluted thing of like taking control of like the sluttiness of it and being like, we're allowed to do that too. Well, what I, what I don't understand is like, take the free the nipple campaign. So a bunch of people were posting topless pics on Instagram, which is illegal. You're not allowed to do that. And then they pull them down to me. That's only going to make more people want to jack off dudes, jack off to your pictures. And it's like, all right, cool. Like, aren't you kind of giving rapists at that point? Like, uh, not an incentive, but like, eh, Boy, that man, I kind of wanted to rape her before, but now I like now I see her. Yeah, you definitely want like mm-hmm. I, I don't understand that mentality. Like, how is that going to stop? It's or like prevent... the Rose McGowan mentality of like, you're calling me a slut, but like I'm allowed to do that. Yes. Like I can do this and it doesn't mean that you get to rape me. Is her whole like kind of campaign now and like I said, what feminist is, feminism is turning into a little bit in some some areas why can't we do that then like why can't men do that why can't we have a free the dick campaign where it's just 
you're just hanging, you know, brains on Instagram and just being like, yo, man, it's my dick. It's my body. I want to I want to just I'm going to flop it on out there for the world. You can. What are you protesting with that? Um, what is your um? what's your movement? Like, what are you? How are you? Boxers. Be- how underpants? are you being violated? I can't. I, here's I'm being violated. I can't. I'm not allowed to walk out into public with my dick and balls out. I don't think women are either. Uh, they want to. They want to because uh, p- part of this one, one of the protests uh, in New York City was that men can walk around without their shirts on. Why can't women? So there was a big <laughs> protest for that. And all these topless chicks were in Central Park. And it was just oh, like, boy. oh. Uh, and everybody went down there and took photos. And it was just like, yeah, 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 totally. You can take your shirt off, too. So it's like, I, you know, uh, why, why can't we just hang our dongs out? Um, right. Free the dong. Right. Why can't we start a hashtag free the dong movement where it's just like, man, because I can tell you on a, on a hot summer day. Sure. Um, in a southern climate. Yeah. It would be real nice. Like, it, let's say you're, you know, at a, just a picnic or at a barbecue and you sit down on a, at a picnic table mm-hmm. and you just want to uh, just air out your junk, just air out your dick and balls on a night, just lay them up on a picnic table. Yeah. Lay, lay your dick and balls out on a picnic table. You could do that if you joined the children of God <laughs> and you went to that commune and, and joined that cult. That, that's what they're all about. Well. Uh, I want to I want to start the campaign free the dong hashtag free the dong. Um, you can go ahead and find that on Instagram. Just go to Ross Patterson Revolution on uh, Facebook or Instagram hashtag free the dong or at st james st james free the dong. I want to I want to hang my dork out, especially because we're we're out of ass eating season. That's over. Now we're getting into the summer months where it's time to free the dong because it's it gets hot down there. It gets real hot, confined. Behind mm-hmm. those under in that underpants jail mm-hmm. that we that we call a a boxer or a brief. Sure, that's uh, it's like a prison sentence for my dick and balls. Mm-hmm. So let's hashtag free the dung this summer. You know, let's get them out there. Let's okay. get our dorks out. Let's do it and just rage. Wait, not me. Well, yeah, me. Sorry, sorry. me. Yeah, me. And I- I'm not down for the free the nipple. No. Oof. No, huh? No, no, no. All right. No, 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 no. I do not want to do that. Okay. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> there's, no, there's been no point you. in your life where you just want to jog topless or. Oh, no, no, no. No. I sleep with the bra on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just to be safe. I like them to be lifted and covered. <laughs> that'll give us, uh, that'll take us to the revolutionary figure of the day. Also give us. Um, it'll, it'll give us. It'll give, give us. us uh, you taketh and you giveth. We're going, I'm going River Phoenix on this one. Okay. I'm going River Phoenix. But before I knew his whole story or anything about him, um, I saw a movie called Stand By Me that he was incredible in. Um. It was one of my favorite movies, and it still holds up to this day. If you go see Stand By Me, you know, if you rent it or whatever, it's still a great, great fucking film. Um, really, really holds up. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, man, everybody wanted to be River Phoenix. Like, as a kid and, oh, and growing up. the coolest. Coolest, uh, great-looking dude. And you were just like, man. I, to, so good, too. To, yeah. To me, that was going to be the next guy. So I, I thought for sure that would be the biggest movie star on the planet and and i think a lot of people felt like that as well um he was definitely well on his way uh until he had the fucking od at the viper room 
Uh, those guys were going hard though back in the day, real hard. Oh yeah. Um, we watched. I forget we watched that thing. It was like yeah. what he was doing was like holy shit. Oh boy, it was <laughs> like speedballing heroin or. It was just some like he would crazy. just yeah, but he would just like go back and forth all day between like yeah. just like speed heroin speed heroin yeah. speed heroin drinking. You're like oh god. Uh, it's, it seemed awful, and you were like, man, I don't. I don't. It's, it's like nightmare. it's amazing he lived that long. Yeah, exactly. But he I, he had the potential to me, like if you're if you're looking at the last two major young stars to OD like that, uh, Heath Ledger or River Phoenix, I I would still would have leaned with River Phoenix on this one of who would have been the bigger movie star over time, and a uh, and a better actor. Um, I liked Heath Ledger as the Joker. Um, yeah, but um, he wasn't someone that like blew me away he didn't blow my face off river phoenix did yeah and uh that's why he is the revolutionary figure of the day uh james since we started off the top with the remix of the the walmart yodel boy sure um i want to play us off with that oh yeah uh, this this is so sweet i I hope this fad never goes away you love it so much i've watched it 800 times yeah 800 times I love it so much. I don't know what's going to happen with Yodel Boy. I get a strong feeling, though, he's going to end up in, what is it, Child of God? Uh, Children of God. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Looks yeah. like a real good candidate for that. Oh, yes. Anybody, because if you watch, if you really listen to the lyrics of the Yodel Boy, he's singing about pretty sexually suggestive themes in that song at eight years old. Um, kind of weird that his parents would let him do that. Hmm. I don't even know why he was inside the goddamn Walmart in the first place. That's but, exactly uh, where he should have been. <laughs> good on him. I want to, I wish he was here. I'd greet the little fucker with a right. smile and a little, and a, a little, little tip do- of the cap. Doodly do. Yeah, a little t- tip of the cap to the, to the guy. Uh, so play us off of that. For Jesse Wiseman, I'm Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Got the guy.